welcome to the Misfits for Jesus radio ministry. We're glad you guys could come by and join us on a Sunday morning. Gary's way over on the couch. This is awkward, Gary. How are you? I'm doing well. How about you guys? Pretty good from all the way across. We do have a studio. We have the Travis Lee Band in. What's up, guys? We are blessed to be here. Hello. You know what was so cool? They actually uh, were here last week. And they uh, led us some worship on last Saturday night. It was a pretty amazing time last week, wasn't it? Oh, it was wow. awesome. Wow, we really enjoyed night. ourselves. It really was amazing. So <laughs> we've known you guys for what, 10 years? A uh, long time? Yeah, it's been 11 at least years? that long, I want to say. Did yeah. I have hair, hair when we first met? <laughs> yes, I believe I did. so. Okay, well, I don't now, so it's been quite <laughs> a while. Didn't. You didn't either? No, okay. I didn't. Can't well, grass doesn't grow on a busy street, Vic, right? <laughs> but right. we've known you guys for so long, and Excuse I remember... Me, it doesn't go on a rock either. <laughs> <laughs> it's just our forehead pushing through. Not a big deal. So we've known you from your time before you were traveling around the country, you know, exalting the Lord, and you were school teachers. And let's let's go back in time a little bit, and then we'll maybe hear a song or two later. Sure, that'd be, that'd be great. cool. Awesome plan. So where would we start with your story? Okay, well, I guess we can start with our ministry and kind of how we got started with that. So uh, we have been doing this full time since 2009. And in 2009, we just felt very impressed on our hearts after a lot of prayer mm-hmm. and fasting. Uh, that we're in the last days and we need to live like it and when god spoke to us that we took it very literally and in june of 2009 my wife allegra who's one of the singers and band mandolin players well uh, she quit her uh, full-time job as a fifth grade school teacher i stepped aside from, from my job as an administrator at a christian school uh, my dad vic who's one of the musicians in the band uh, he stepped aside from doing construction work and we just went out on the road and we started sharing jesus with everybody we could and that's what we've been doing pretty much nonstop. And just to share just a little bit about our ministry, God's really opened the door for us to do a lot of recovery ministry. Our uh, favorite. Yeah. 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 So um, we've been blessed to go out and do a lot of prison ministry all throughout the country. There are several different states. We literally do like prison tours all throughout the prisons uh, within that state. Uh, we do a lot of recovery ministry. We celebrate recovery, teen challenge, uh, mission teen Bible training center, and just go wherever God sends us to the broken, the lost, and we share the good news of Jesus Christ through music and His Word. Gosh, it sounds a lot like what Jesus did, Barry. Imagine yeah. that. <laughs> Jesus is way cooler than us. We just well, we know that, okay? <laughs> but we're kind of in Him, so we're kind of cool vicariously because of Him, right? Amen. So what was it like when to not report to school or report to the job site was that pretty cool thing kind of scary in a way but yeah exciting (laughs) Um. (laughs) you've been in contracting for 20 30 years probably yeah yeah a long time i've done this this stuff with travis for a bunch of years so we part-timed it and uh yeah in the in the off season in the winter uh, traveled and and, uh, did a lot of our original music and worship all over the country for a few years before that so it, it wasn't that as much as I feel like I'm really getting to do, you know, God puts the want there long before oh, yeah. the opportunities, it seems like. So, uh, so I think the calling was there, and it, it just felt like a lot of things were coming together. For these guys, I'm sure it was much more of a, a step out, you know, leaving yeah. your jobs where my job was whenever I wanted to show back up. That's kind of like our job, Barry. <laughs> Yeah, Allegra, do you want to talk about sure, that a little bit? And, sure, sure. So for, for me, you said the word scary, mm-hmm. and I thought that was pretty pivotal. Uh, yes, it was. it was. It was very scary. There's just a lot of doubt that can set in right. immediately and a lot of questioning, and then you find yourself you know, questioning the king of the universe, and you start to hear yourself, the, the excuses. You know, when I, would, when I would 
talk with God or when I would talk to God <laughs> and then I'd hear myself and say, well, wait a minute. If I'm supposed to have this faith that I'm speaking of and I'm not going to put it into action when he calls me forth, he brought that to my attention. Mm. You know, where's this faith? You know, I'm calling you out. And, um, well, have you thought about the economy, God? Have you thought about this? And, and it was, I, I compared my struggle at the time with, it was, it was more like a wrestling with God like a battle, you okay. know, and, and it was really great that he didn't just leave me there and say, okay, well, I'm gonna use somebody else. And it wasn't that I wasn't willing, I was absolutely willing. And I guess he saw me as worth being patient for because he sure was, he endured my excuses. And then, well, I ran out of him. <laughs> so there's somebody so out there being right honest now. Here, I ran out of him and it was just one of those that it's like, you know what, he is calling us, he is calling us to move and he is God, he is who he says he is, he is who his word says he is and either, I either believe it or I don't. And now this is where what we call the rubber meets the road. And this is where your call to action or you make excuses and stay home. And so once I laid that down and once I gave it to God, because it was very obvious he was calling us into this. I mean, it, it was pretty obvious. Mm -hmm. And he makes you pretty uncomfortable whenever he's calling you to something and you're, you're standing still. Okay. He makes you uncomfortable. And so for me, it was a wrestle. And um, I ran out of excuses and I laid that down. I repented. And then I turned around and it was never so easy to walk away from everything. Wow. So it wasn't the struggle after that. It was it was almost like I don't know how my husband felt at that moment, but I was that there was not a doubt in my head that this is what we were supposed to do. 100%, let's go. We're not to we're not to look back. And no matter what anybody said, no matter who was going to come against us, it didn't matter because we knew the Lord was sending us. So good. So. And you both arrived at the point <clears throat> about the same time? Yeah, more or less. You know, I had felt on my heart for quite a while that God was calling us to, to to move, to really share Jesus with people, not just you know go through normal life, but that we were aggressively supposed to be musicianaries in a sense. You know, be missionaries oh, where God and try word. to. I didn't come up with it, but it's a good one. That's a good but, gas uh, station. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. but to go out and, and to share That's the gospel, to use the gifts He's given us to reach people in an aggressive way. You know, you right. use whatever tools God gives you. You know, if God's made you an awesome construction worker or great with financials, you can use that for his glory. He gave us Amen. this. And so I felt very convicted that's what we're supposed to do. But uh, so often as you like, hey, I don't want this to be my dream or idea or trying to chase, you know, fantasy of a music career. That wasn't the objective at all. It was our sincere objective just to take Jesus to people, no charge, you know, just to right. just go and right. just do it. And so he brought me there a little sooner, but um, my fleece, if you will, as I prayed, and I said, God, I know I'm not called to do this unless my wife's called to do it with okay. me. And I remember praying and just giving it uh, to God and saying, God, if this is your calling for us, prompt her heart, bring it to her. And he did that. Uh, he, he, he impressed on her heart independently, apart from me saying or talking sure to anybody about it that, hey, I feel called to do this. I'm like, great, I'm on board. <laughs> Let's roll. Yeah, that's what it was like, too. We're having the conversation. I'm doing the dishes and looking at him, and I said, you know, I think we're supposed to do this full time. What do you think about that? He's like, when are we going? It was, that. It was like that. Wow. And then, then we talked about what the Lord had been sharing sure. on both of our hearts, but it was just like that. It wow. was like, he was just like, I've been, I've been waiting for this. So and what was, year was that again? It was again? really cool. 2009 is when we stepped out. So 2008 was when we were... Yeah, when we talking were really talking that out, and then right off in the fast. spring, set in our resignations and mm -hmm. went from there. Wow. 
Yeah, and the wow thing is what God's done. It's not just us going sure. out and doing what we're doing. It's the fact that we have seen lives change. We've been seeing people yeah. get saved, yeah. people that I know that were point, prisoners <laughs> that are outside on the outside transformed by Jesus and reaching more people than I am. Right. You know, that's yeah. that's the beautiful thing, amazing thing about it all. Right, and just to add, uh, tag along to that, we prayed very early on for God to what we call expand our territory. Mm-hmm. You know, we knew he had plans, but we just felt, Lord, just you guide this. You lead us to where, you, now we know what you want us to do. Open the doors. Okay. <laughs> Open the doors, expand the territory. And, and he, he opened prison. prisons. <laughs> like I love it. That. I mean, I like, love it. prison ministry is not easy to get into. There's usually a wait list. There's a bunch of different things you have to go through, different background checks, different classes, different things that you have to do. The Lord just completely bypassed that with getting us in touch with a few uh, wonderful prison organizations in different states, and they connected us very quickly. It was like, oh, thought you'd never ask. Okay. It didn't make sense. That's it was like way, yeah. way, way too fast. And within, I don't know, was it just a few months? We were into like yeah. eight or nine different prisons <laughs> like that. And it was, it was amazing. If you're sincere and you ask the Lord to, to expand your territory, be ready. <laughs> That's a prayer of Jabez. I think I read will. that in the book. He will. Increase our sphere of influence or something like that. <laughs> so I remember the first time we met you guys, I think we met through Rob Schultz. Possibly, That's correct. I That's believe is that so. right? Yeah. Okay. When he had the ministry in the Shady Jacks, he had the upper room, and he was doing homeless church yeah. in the upper room. Okay. 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 We were on the streets, but I remember you guys coming down. I think Allegra, you might have been sick that night. I'm not sure. You might have had a really, really bad cold. But you did a song, Jesus Freak, which we talked about. <laughs> I know, I know, it's old school. Okay, I've got old school. So yeah, but I, at the end of the night, they kept going, hey man, you know, the homeless one. Hey man, can you do that Jesus Freak song again? I'm going, it's kind of weird. And we're letting you go. So I got waited for the lighters to come up or whatever. So I go, dude, they kind of want to do a song again. Can you do that song again? And you're like, yeah, I'll do it because of that. So you guys did Jesus Freak that. That, that time twice. And I think you set up on that little turtle thing, remember? The band, yeah, you may not remember. That. Okay. <laughs> it was like, a, it was like the, some big artist from St. Louis created this turtle park. And uh, I think the same guy that did the uh, city museum, that artist created that park. And you don't remember? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I totally believe you. I think you. he was so concerned about Allegra at the time, Travis, he would just, yeah, I'm, I'm you know, sure I think it's what was going on. Uh, <laughs> Something like that. So you guys, how many albums do you have out? Oh, <laughs> I don't want what we have. Don't they call it albums or, anymore? What kind of lane? Yeah, sure. they still call them albums. The, okay. the fourth one would just have been. not records, you know. Um, is this fourth or? So you get different, thrift store, we got Beautiful Life, High Risk, new album. We've had a remix of three, uh, thrift store. But yeah, so five full-length okay. albums, sort of. Yeah, so five albums. So what's your favorite song you've ever done? Do you have a favorite? Maybe you all have different favorites? Probably. That's a really good question. That's a great question. Uh, probably one of my favorite songs that I've ever done um, is Everyday Idol. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I wrote that song, it was a little bit out of my style at the time. It was a little darker. Uh, but it's a song that's about the media, about TV and, and iPhones, a whole deal about how often we make it a god. We basically make it an idol. We kind of put, set all our attentions on it and we allow it to pull us away from God. And uh, one of the reasons that song is my favorite is because we've seen it impact people so much uh, where they can connect with that realizing that Satan does have a trap to pull our mind or attention off of God and often the media is a big way that he does that that's good would you mind if we heard that song would love for you to hear that song let's hear it right before the break
I love it. That's a great song. What'd you guys think? Oh, they're going crazy. It, it's instantly a fan favorite. But I got a bone to pick with you, even though that's an amazing song. And what you said about iPhones and all these different idols, because people say, I don't have idols. Really? That's great. Um, remember Jesus Freak? I do remember the song Jesus Freak, yes. Let's do this. The next time you're passing through town, uh, whenever, when you have to come off the road, I'm going to shoot you a text, dude, and the next time you got to play Jesus Freak for me again. I just love it. 
Dude, I have to totally relearn that song. That song's really old now. That's old school. I'm a retro guy. <laughs> I'm still listening to stuff in the 70s. What do I know? But let's do this. Let's take a quick break, and we'll come right back. Lang Insurance is your local, trusted, independent insurance agency for 40 years and growing. Steve Lang says, I dare you to compare your current home and auto insurance policy to our top 10 insurance companies. Most of the time, we will save you money, sometimes thousands. Either way, you will know that you have the best policy at the best price. Lang Insurance, someone local you can trust. For a free, no obligation insurance quote on home, auto, business, life, and health, call 636-229-7000, 636-229-7000, or go to langinsurance.com 24-7. Dare to compare Lang Insurance. So how did you guys know Rob Schultz? Did you all go to church together, Beth? Yes, I think he's tied to that gentleman that I was talking to you about outside. Okay, sure. um, uh, I go back with Rob Schultz, um, a church, a Baptist church in Imperial. Okay. So that's, how, and I believe that's the connection here. So he may be tied to that uh, Bill Smith man that I was telling you about. You know, and Rascal had baptized, his his dad was a preacher, Dale Covington. His dad was a preacher that baptized Rob. So there's probably a connection in there too. There We've had him be. on the show before too. Oh, wow. And he does oh. prison ministry. Yeah. So that might be a connection. Maybe you guys know him. I don't know. But So um, what's your next favorite song? Our next favorite song that we're going to talk about is a song called My Hero, uh, which is a new song uh, just released on our new album. We just officially released it uh, this last April. Uh, but it's just a song just about how Jesus just reached in and saved us. Um, I, don't, I know probably many people can connect to being in a real dark place in your life where you just need desperately for someone to rescue you. And we've seen that so many times with the people in the recoveries we go to in my own life personally. Uh, but the thing about Jesus is that he just jumped in the middle of the mess. He was able, you know, to just reach in to take that time when everybody else might have wanted to look the other day, way to save us. And so that's what the song My Hero is about. And what really kind of brought me to write the song, uh, the inspiration behind it, if you will, um, was this uh, past year there was a big episode that happened in Thailand. Uh, there was a soccer team of young boys. Um, you may have seen this on the news, but a soccer team of young bo boys that went exploring a cave with their soccer coach. And when they were in the back of this cave, this monster storm just came out of nowhere, flooded the whole cave system, and they were gonna die back there. And that came out on the news that these mm -hmm. kids were all gonna die in the back of this cave. And, and I remember in that attempt to save them, which ultimately succeeded, there was one man that actually gave up his life. Wow. Actually died in that attempt to rescue them. Mm -hmm. And it just hit me at that moment. That's what Jesus did for us. You know, yeah. when the rest of the world could have just kept going on with their life, he said, no, you're worth it. You're worth it to me up to the point of giving up my life for you. And so that's so what inspired good. the song, My Hero. Let's hear it.
that song it captures the gospel for sure praise the lord amen but vic so we were talking chatting about a little song that you want to talk about maybe we'll kind of close out the show to that and uh what do you got oh one of the songs i wrote uh it's called cradle to the grave and um there were a few years actually i think a year year and a half into this where i just had to go home and catch up and uh went home and went to work and i do construction and just not long into it you know with that and i got a little farm and just everything in life i just realized it's like man you jumped right back into rat race <laughs> and uh, i remember at that time um i was doing a study in ecclesiastes and it just over and over in my head solomon saying you know all this stuff is just chasing after the wind yeah and uh that's kind of kind of how i felt i felt like man i'm I'm doing, I am busy 24-7. I'm making so much money, I ain't got time to count it. <laughs> oh, that's a wonderful <laughs> like, problem. A good, a, kind of a good time for me and a bad time. And I realized, why in the world am I doing this? 
and uh, that's kind of what this song came out of. And it's just it's just to the fact that um, no matter what you do, no matter what your goals are, what you achieve, until you come to the feet of Jesus, it really Amen. doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Love just, it. It's just chasing after the wind. Yes. And uh, that's what Cradle of the Grave is about. Have a great week, you guys. Make sure to tell somebody about Jesus, and thanks for coming by, guys. Love you. You too. Yeah. Thanks so much for having us. <laughs> Our privilege. Let's hear it. I got a bucket full of money, but it don't mean nothing because I know darn well. Another day is coming when things like that, they won't mean a thing to me. Now the screen door's slamming and the bills keep coming and the car keeps breaking. Sometimes I feel like running away. This ain't the way it was meant to be. I keep on thinking about the way this world keeps turning. It seems so far from the plan. There's so many things I don't understand. It's like you start on your It don't mean nothing Cause I'm pretty sure The end will soon be coming Things like this Won't mean a thing to me For now I'm rising at four in the morning I got so much to do Even before the day is done This ain't the way It was meant to be I keep on thinking about the way Oh